wherever you're listening to the show, please subscribe to the show so that you are getting notified about every new episode that comes out and leave a rating of the show so that other people can know about it. We can move up the algorithm so other people can work on their game the same way you're working on your game. Now let's get to it. I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894, straight to your phone, free, every day, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. You need, instead of more information, what you need is a process that produces actual results. That's what you need, not information. If you are out seeking information, or you think more information is the key to your growth or success, the problem is not that information is bad, is that you are asking the wrong question. Dayallday.com. Pretty exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has, relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. Hey, you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. Work on your game. DreAllDay.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. This episode is brought to you by our newest sponsor, AG1 by Athletic Greens. Question for you. Do you have any nutrient gaps or gut health issues that are sourced from the fact that you're not getting everything you need from your normal everyday diet? Let me help you out. The answer is yes, you do. You probably just don't know about it. But you can look no further than Athletic Greens AG1, what's the ultimate all-in-one daily supplement. Now, you know me. I'm a former pro athlete. I still run in. Actually, I don't run in. I win 10K races. Still work out every single day. I'm very meticulous about what I put in my body. This right here is the number one supplement that I take every single day besides water. I don't drink anything else but what I get from AG1 by Athletic Greens. Let me tell you what it does. One serving of AG1 every day. There is a powerful blend of 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food sourced ingredients, including things like prebiotics, probiotics, digestive enzymes, adaptogens, and more. What does all that mean? It means that this unique blend works together to support your optimal health, both physically and mentally. And right now, there has never been a better time to try AG1 because Athletic Greens is going to give you their vitamin D liquid formula free with your first subscription. And this is a vital nutrient that will support a strong immune system and strong bones plus you're going to receive five free travel packs and when you're traveling you don't have to carry a whole canister of stuff with you all you have to do is slip these travel packs right into your luggage and you can take the ag1 anywhere you go while you're on the road all you need is the shaker can is going to come with your subscription and a bottle and some water that's it that's all you need so you can take your ag1 anywhere you go so with AG1, you're going to have foundational nutrition made a whole lot simpler. You can say goodbye to the hassle of taking multiple supplements and say hello to a streamlined approach to optimal health. And with the 90-day money-back guarantee, you can try AG1 risk-free. So whether you're an athlete who's looking to improve your performance, or you're a busy professional in need of extra energy because you're sitting at a desk all day, or you're anyone in between who's looking to enhance your overall wellness, AG1 has you covered. So if you want to take ownership of your health, today is a good time to start. 
Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and the free five travel packs with your first order. Go to athleticgreens.com slash work on your game. That's athleticgreens.com slash work on your game. Check it out now. AG1 by Athletic Greens. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash work on your game. You want to support this show? This is the best way that you can do it. Tell you that link one more time. Athleticgreens.com slash work on your game. You're now tuned into the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, the confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically, and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative. That is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. And then we put this all together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies and techniques all underneath the umbrella of one unifying philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today we are going into part two of two signs that you need to hire some help and you need to hire help like ASAP. This is an emergency situation. If any of these points that I shared yesterday and today apply to you, you need to go and get yourself some help immediately because you're in a raft and you're about to go over the edge of the waterfall. All right. But before I get into that, let me tell everybody, I send out a daily motivation text message free of charge every single morning to everyone who is in my text community. This message is guaranteed to keep you focused, sharp and on point. If you want to receive this message, and I mean, why would you not? All you got to do is text me at the following number, 305-384-6894. And every morning when the daily motivation message goes out, you shall receive it. You can even respond to the text that I send out and get a response back from me because I do actually read my text and reply to text messages. Secondly, workonyourgameuniversity.com. That is the place where you go when you are ready to work with me directly. And if you listen to this show, you should be ready to work with me directly. So that website should be crashing right now because everybody who's listening to this is going to work on your game, university.com. You want help building up your bulletproof mindset. You want to have the business builder framework to get your business strategy in the right place to work on your game system so you can operate consistently and persistently and know what's going to happen. Same thing, same way every time. And the accountability to execute, execute on a professional level, meaning even when there are objects in your way, even when you face that third day proverbially, even when things are not going the way you want them to go, you still execute and get things done. If you want all of that and more, go to work on your game, university.com. Now let's get into the topic. We are on part two of two signs that you need to go hire some help immediately. Point number four here. We're picking up after point number three yesterday. Point number four, you are fond of using the following phrase that you are always open to new information. This is the phrase, quote, always open to new information. All right. If you are using that phrase actively right now, any of you listening to this who is always open to new information, you need to hire yourself some help. Why? Why would I say this? Because you don't need information. 99% of you listening to this right now, you do not need information. Google has already indexed all the information in the world. You need, instead of more information, what you need is a process that produces actual results. That's what you need, not information. If you are out seeking information, or you think more information is the key to your growth or success, the problem is not that information is bad, is that you are asking the wrong question. Information is what you need less of, not more of. You don't need to access more information. You need to access less information. And instead, you need to replace your information gathering. I talk about this in my book, Work on Your Game. I talk about you don't want to be a pig, P-I-G. 
Why would I call somebody a pig? Pig is an acronym that stands for professional information gatherer. All right. You don't need to be a professional information gatherer. Google has already gathered all the information very professionally and better than any human being ever will. So you don't need to gather information. Just go to Google when you need information, but don't gather it all because you already got it. It's already gathered. Okay. You got a data plan on your phone? Okay. You already got all the information gathered whenever you need it. Looking for more information as the key to your growth is the wrong question. You need to get less information and instead replace your information seeking with insights seeking. You need to gather insights. What is insight, everybody? Talked about insight in episode 1177. Let me make sure that's the right episode that I'm referencing here. Yes, episode 1177, insight, the key to going from 1x to 10x. And by the way, you can listen to any episode in the history of this show by going to workonyourgamepodcast.com, which that link is down below in the show notes as well. Workonyourgamepodcast.com. Since the feed that you're listening to this on probably only carries the last 500 or so episodes. So you need insight. Insight is about not more information, but it's how to apply information. That's what insight is. How do you apply the information that you have? And then on top of insight, you need a process and a game plan. Like we talked about in yesterday's episode, you need a process for how do I turn the knowledge and information or whatever it is you want to call it that you have? How do I turn this into an actual plan of action? And then you need accountability to make sure that you execute on this plan of action. You see how all these pieces fit together? And guess where you can get all this? WorkingYourGameUniversity.com. You couldn't guess. All of that is what you actually need, not more information. There are a million books on Amazon that supply information, literally a million books on information. I mean, on Amazon supplying information. If information was all you needed, then again, there'd be no need for anyone to do more than just read books. Or we could just read a bunch of nine, 10 and $20 books and everybody would have everything perfect exactly as we needed to be. But we know that that doesn't happen. And I'm going to talk about that more in a future episode as well when it comes to books and you know, the value of them. And do you actually need to read a whole bunch more of them? Am I going to write a whole bunch more? And I'm going to talk about that. Point number five. Did I tell you everything I need to tell you in point number four? Yes. Let's move on to point number five. Today's topic, once again, we are on part two of two of why or signs that you need to hire some help immediately. Number five, you have resolved to keep working on things on your own. This is another death freeze that people use that tells me that they are in trouble. You are going to, quote, keep working on things on my own. All right, this is a bad idea. You should not keep working on things on your own. You're not getting your outcome. You keep working on things on your own. Well, guess what you're going to get? More of what you've already gotten, which is not being at your outcome because working on things on your own means you have an unqualified person at the helm. That unqualified person is the person you see when you look in the mirror. You. You being the person in charge of something that has already proven to not be enough or you have already proven that you alone is not enough to get to the outcome means you need to fire yourself from being the sole person on the job and get some other people on the job. Doesn't mean you can't still be in charge, but it means you shouldn't be doing everything on your own because I can already see that you doing everything on your own ain't working. Right? Can we see that? It's already been proven to not be enough. Doing more of the same stuff that you've been doing by yourself is the least effective and also the most frustrating thing that I hear people say when they are making a decision to not take serious action to move themselves forward, that they're just going to keep trying to do things on their own. Well, we already know that you doing things on your own ain't is not an effective strategy. Now, working on things on your own, again, is slow, is not efficient, and this applies to any aspect of life. Anybody who insists on doing certain things by themselves all the time is doing things in the least efficient way possible. It doesn't mean that they won't get things done. It's just it's not very efficient. It, they don't get it done quickly. And a lot of time gets used up. The most valuable resource we have trying to do things by yourself when you could have got a lot more done and a lot higher ROI activities done 
had you passed off some of the stuff that you insist on doing on your own to someone or something else. And instead, you focused on the highest ROI activities that you could be doing, which is not everything. Everybody got what I'm saying here. Just before I started recording today, I was there was a funnel issue that I had. A funnel is simply a series of steps that you take people through when you're trying to move them to a certain action. And I'm talking about an online funnel was a series of basically a series of web pages. Let's just call it that. And I had a funnel issue or something that needed to be fixed. And I could have did one of two things. I could either A, try to fix it myself, try to diagnose the issue and try to figure out exactly where this link needs to go here and this one needs to change and this code needs to change there. And had I worked on it long enough, I probably would have figured it out. I'm smart enough. I would have figured it out. But instead, I decided, you know what? Let me do option B. Here's option B. I reached out to the team of people who are responsible for that funnel and I shot off an email to them. They're not going to be able to address it immediately the way I want to, but they will address what I want them to address and they will get it fixed much more efficiently than me because they'll know exactly where to go and exactly what to fix rather than me trying to figure out where to go and what to fix. And I get to use my time on higher return on investment activities, such as recording the show. Why is this a higher ROI activity? Because nobody else can do this. You see, I could pass that task off of fixing the funnel to somebody else. I can't pass the task of recording this episode to anyone else. I mean, technically, I could have somebody else record on my behalf, but no, I actually like to be the voice on this show. I'm the voice talent of the Work On Your Game Masterclass. So I'm doing a higher ROI activity by doing this and passing that job off to someone else. The biggest mistake that a lot of people make if you were to be in that same situation that I just described as a lot of you would instead take an hour and try to figure things out on your own. And then you would get to doing this and then you might not be able to record as much and then you're backed up and then you're not using your energy the way you could best use it because you're not doing what you're best at. See, I'm not the best at diagnosing what's going on in the funnel and fixing code and links in websites. That's not what I'm great at. I can do it, but I'm not great at it. Therefore, I shouldn't be spending too much time at it. If I could choose between recording this show and doing that, I should be doing this 10 times out of 10. Everybody got it? So you need to know what are your highest ROI activities. And let me help you out even further. Most human beings, that means you, your high ROI activities are usually two or three things at the most. Some of you maybe just one thing, but is for most human beings, not more than three things. You should know what those three things are. Your top three things that you do that you are, that produce the highest return investment that you are great at. These are things that you are amazing at. For me, I've shared these with you before. My three are speaking to people one-on-one, i.e. doing something like a sales call or a one-on-one coaching session. Number two is speaking to people in groups, which is what I'm doing with you all right now. Even if you're creating content that's going to go on the internet, that is speaking to a group of people or standing on the stage and speaking to a live audience of people. That's number two. Number three is writing. And in, in no particular order, those three things, those are the things I spend most of my time doing. Most of you know me from one of those three things. True enough. You see how that works? Most of you who are listening to me know me from one of those three things. Some of you know me from back in the basketball days. Basketball used to be one of my top three. I don't know what I would have pushed out. I guess I had a, maybe you could say I had a top four, maybe in that time period. Let me see. What was I not doing? I wasn't doing a whole lot of one-on-one back then. So you probably could have took the one-on-one speaking out back then and swapped in basketball. So then I took basketball out and I swapped in the one-on-one stuff. Those are my three things. Talking to one person, talking to a group of people and writing. Those are the three things that I'm great at. That's where I spend most of my time and I can make money doing those things. So it needs to be something you're good at, something that people actually value and want and something that's marketable. Marketable just means you can make money from it. One, two, three. That you need a combination of all three for the things that you should be spending most of your time doing. And anytime you're spending not doing those things, 
you are taken away from your highest return investment activities, meaning you're doing things that are worth less money for you, given your skill set. Everyone understand that. So working on things on your own, again, it is slow. It is not very efficient. Not that you could not get things done. It's just slow and not very efficient. So you're using your time and then using time in a less than optimal way. The only exception to when you should be doing this is when you can't hire someone to do things for you. You know, like you can't hire somebody to you know, eat your food. You can't hire somebody to do your pushups. So if there's a workout that needs to be done, you can't outsource your workout. Right? You can't outsource somebody eating lunch. Or if you're hungry, you can't outsource somebody drinking water or you know, taking a shower. Those are the areas where you have to do things yourself. But even in those areas, you can get help with what you are doing and how you're doing it and understanding why you're doing it. So even though you can't hire somebody to do your pushups for you, you can hire somebody to tell you how many pushups to do and what's the proper form for the pushups and what to do when you get done doing the pushups. What do you do next? So you can hire somebody to help you to make sure you are optimizing your performance in those areas and the areas in which you are best. Those top three, like I told you, you definitely should hire somebody to help you out in those areas so that you can make sure you squeeze all the juice out of that orange. So you're not leaving anything on the table because this is the thing that you're best at. So you want to invest in this as much as possible. Remember the 80-20 principle. You want to spend 80% of your time on the things that produce the highest ROI, 20% of your time on the things that produce low ROI that maybe you can become mediocre at them, but you're never going to become great. I've had conversations with people who have already tried to do things on their own. They've already tried doing things on their own. It didn't work. They were not able to get to where they wanted doing things on their own. But then they didn't want to make an investment in themselves. So they're kind of stuck in this catch-22. And then they say something like, you know, trying to convince themselves of why not to invest in themselves to get help. They say, well, hey, maybe I'll just work on things on my own and see how far I can get. Well, didn't we already try that? I mean, isn't that why we're having this conversation? Because we already know how far you can go when you do things on your own. How far we can go is right here where you at right now. Some of you listening to me right now, I'm talking to you. You want to know how far you can go doing things on your own. We already know the answer. The answer is right here where you stand today is how far you can go doing things on your own because you've already tried, haven't you? Okay, so this is no mystery. What's going to happen if you try to do things on your own? We already know. Look at your life. We already seen what happens when you do things on your own. So we know that doesn't work. This is one of the challenges that a lot of human beings have. It is breaking through the resistance. Stephen Pressfield talked about this in his book called The War of Art. Is breaking through resistance. What is resistance? Resistance is simply the law of inertia. It is your subconscious mind's emotional lizard brain telling you to keep doing the same stuff that you've always done when you are thinking about doing something different than what you've always done, i.e., you've done everything on your own all your life and it's gotten you to this point and you're not happy with where you're at and you're thinking about maybe doing something like hiring some help so you can get somewhere different. The moment before you say yes, the moment before you make that financial investment, the moment before you make that time, money, attention, energy, and focus commitment, your subconscious mind is going to start speaking to you and say, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. Why? Because the lizard brain within you, it comes from the amygdala, which is a little part of the brain that basically registers fear. It notices that you're about to step outside of your comfort zone. And the amygdala is designed to keep you comfortable. It is designed to keep you safe. And anytime you're about to step outside of your comfort zone, you're stepping out of the zone. Of, you're stepping out of the safe zone and into the kill zone, the zone where something might happen to you, i.e. you might experience a different situation than what you've experienced for the last 35 years of your life. And that triggers fear. And that fear keeps most people in the same space for most of their lives. This is why you've heard me say many times over here on the show, people do not change in life. How am I so confident that people don't change? Because fear is fear and humans are humans. And people would rather stay comfortable in a less than optimal situation than to get uncomfortable to get the situation that they actually want, because fear will pull you backwards and keep you in the same spot more than the courage to move yourself forward can pull you out of your comfort zone. Most people will stay in their comfort zone their whole lives, even when they're not happy in their comfort zone. Why? Because it's comfortable. 
even if being unhappy is the zone that they're in. If it's comfortable to be unhappy, most people would rather be unhappy. This is why people don't change. So people say, well, I'm going to see how far I can get on my own. Again, we already know the answer to that. You know the answer to that. Look in the mirror. That's how far you can get. Look at yourself right now today. That's how far you can get doing things on your own if you've been doing things on your own your whole life. That's how far you want to get. Now, if you're satisfied with that and you're okay staying there, that's fine too. It's your life. You can do what you want. But if you're seriously saying that you want something different, you've been doing things by yourself your whole life. Okay, let's look at how old are you? Okay, you got that many years of doing things on your own. So we have overwhelming, statistically significant evidence of what happens when you do things by yourself. All right, now what? I mean, that's how we got to this conversation, right? You're doing things by yourself. So uh, do you want to keep getting that same result or do you want something different? That really is what this comes down to. Now, again, the fear systems within you are going to tell you you don't want to do anything different. Don't do anything different. Don't do anything different. Keep doing the same thing. But you already know that doesn't work. Point number six. Today's topic, once again, is signs that you need to hire some help immediately. Point number six is your goal or one of your goals is to make more money, but you don't want to hire anyone because it's going to cost money and money is a concern for you at the moment. And this is a big one. This is the biggest one, actually. And I saved it for last on purpose. This is the biggest reason why people don't go and get help is because the help that they need to get is going to cost you money. You need to make a financial investment. And especially in the Western world, people have very, very, very poor mindsets and habits and energies around the concept of money. And again, I talk to a lot of people every single day. And I would say about 88% of the people that I talk to have very, very poor mindsets around money. And these mindsets are not things that they consciously chose to have. It was passed down. These poor money mindsets have been passed down to you from the people that you grew up with, your parents, your family members, the community you came from. And I already told you about the 5, 15, 80 rule. About 5% of people are in a great space financially, mentally or tangibly. Therefore, 95% of you, that means it's a 95% chance that you grew up and were taught and were modeled very poor money mindsets. This is why I'm so sure most people have terrible mindsets around money. And they do. Most people have very, very bad mindsets around money. And this is why many people aren't willing to part with their money, even when they have it, and to make investments in themselves to help themselves move forward. And this is why most people don't change. And so as you see how all of these pieces kind of connect together. It's like a chain of mindsets and a chain of habits and a chain of thought patterns that keep people in this, this space of mediocrity or worse. And this is what keeps people from moving forward. They don't want to invest money because money is a concern for them for whatever reason. Right? Some people have a concern about money when they got plenty of money. It is concerned because they have poor money mindsets. This is the inflection point of when you are at this point of, OK, I want to make this change in my life. Or right, here's my opportunity to make the change. I just need to part with this much money in order to start on the process of making that change. This is the inflection point that determines which direction you will go with regards to your success and your future. At this point right here, am I going to make this investment or am I not? You heard me say on this show just a few weeks ago that at multiple times I've invested more money than I was comfortable with investing, more money than I was expecting to invest, and I never regretted doing it later on. Never. There are many times I've invested more money than I thought I was going to invest in things. I never regretted investing more money than I expected. I have many times regretted investing less money than I expected to. I many times regretted holding on to my money when I was thinking about getting into something, but I didn't do it. I've regretted that many times. Why? Because when you go cheap, you get cheap. But I've never regretted investing more than expected. I've never regretted investing in the, the VIP ticket instead of the general ticket. I've never invested investing in getting in the first class ticket instead of the coach class ticket. Never. I've never regretted that. I've never regretted hiring the best people for a certain thing I want to learn rather than the average person who was offering it half the price. 
Why? Because the best is the best and you get what you pay for. I mean, everybody's heard the phrase, you get what you pay for. And I've never heard anybody disagree. Dre, no, you don't get what you pay for. Everybody agrees you get what you pay for. So what are you investing in? I agree with you that money is a concern for you. All right. Most of you listen to this. Money is a concern for you on some level right now today. And some of you are making $45,000 a year. Money is a concern. Some of you making $800,000 a year. Money is a concern. All right. Money is a concern for everybody. In the Western world, everybody's concerned with money. So I agree with you that whatever you're being asked to invest is more than maybe you were expecting, more than you're comfortable with. I do not doubt you. I don't think you're lying to me. However, the fact that it's uncomfortable is the exact reason why you need to do it. I told you this in episode 2526. Your excuse is your reason. Just a few weeks ago, we talked about this. The fact that the investment is uncomfortable for you is the exact reason why you need to make the investment. Anytime you are uncomfortable doing something that is a change that will lead to a positive change in your life and you're highly uncomfortable doing it, that is the exact reason why you need to do it. That is not the reason why you need to turn around and go back to where you were. It's the exact reason why you need to move forward and step forward boldly and bravely across the threshold to get a change in your life because what you're doing is telling the fear centers of your brain and your soul to shut the hell up. I am making this change and you're going to get comfortable with it. Now my comfort zone has expanded. As soon as you step across the threshold with both feet, But if you allow the fear to keep you inside of your comfort zone, then you are arguing for your limitations and you will get to keep them. And five years from now, you're going to be in the same spot that you were five years ago, telling the same story, talking that same shit about what you need to do and what you should do, what you could have did, but you never actually did because you allowed the fear to hold you back. Oh, yeah, I'm talking to you. We all understand in order for you to advance and grow, you have to get comfortable being uncomfortable. Again, anybody here unfamiliar with that phrase? I mean, everybody seems to know these cliches. You got to get comfortable being uncomfortable. Okay, here's the thing. If you are physically uncomfortable with something, if you are physically uncomfortable with your body right now or your physical capabilities or your cardiovascular fitness, if you're physically uncomfortable right now, guess what you got to do to get in shape? You got to get physically uncomfortable. All right. See, the problem is the solution. All right. Sometimes in life, the problem and the solution are different. Sometimes the problem and the solution are the exact same thing. See, if you're physically not in the right shape, you see, I'll tell you something about me. Y'all know that y'all listen to me on the show often enough. You know, I tell you, I like to run. I like to get in races. I don't get in races. I win races. So my last 10K race, I won. That was in uh, mid-April 2023. And I'm going to get in that same race again next year. I won it two years in a row. Next year, I will finish first place, get the three-peat. The thing is, if I take time off from running, like two years ago, I took like a month off from running. I needed that month off because I've been running like years straight, hadn't taken any time off. When I came back, it was the middle of June. It was humid as hell in Miami. And I went out for a run. Uh, this run was scheduled to be seven miles. I ran about three and a half miles and I had to stop and walk the rest of the way back home because I knew I was not going to make it the whole seven miles. Why? Because I wasn't in shape. I was physically not where I needed to be. And in order for me to get into the shape that I needed to be, guess what I had to do over the next couple of weeks? I had to get physically uncomfortable and deal with that discomfort in order to get into the shape that I needed to be. So you right now, if in your situation you are financially uncomfortable, guess what you got to do to fix that? You got to get financially uncomfortable. You're already there. You're already financially uncomfortable. So fighting to just do nothing isn't going to change anything, is it? You already tried that, haven't you? So if you're uncomfortable in any aspect of your life right now, you're not going to get comfortable by only doing things that you are comfortable with, because doing things that you're comfortable with is how you got to this position. So let's talk. Let's keep it on finances. We don't have to be metaphorical here. If you are financially uncomfortable right now, meaning you're not making the kind of money that you want to make, you don't have the savings that you want to have, you don't have the investments you want to have. You don't like living paycheck to paycheck, whatever your situation is. You got more debt than you want to have to your name right now. Your credit score is not as high as you want to be. Whatever your financial discomfort is right now. OK, I'm talking to you. You are financially uncomfortable. Let me ask you a question. 
Do you think you will become financially comfortable by only doing things that are comfortable for you? I mean, if we think about this logically, isn't that how you got here? By doing things that were comfortable for you, that's how you got to a position of being uncomfortable, right? Comfort leads to discomfort. Discomfort leads to comfort. As the saying goes, good times make for weak people. Weak people make for bad times. Bad times make strong people. Strong people lead to good times. This is how it happens. All right? You got to get uncomfortable to make your situation more comfortable. People who are willing to make themselves uncomfortable consistently usually live the most comfortable lives because they choose their discomfort. It's not thrust upon them. People who choose comfortable lives usually end up with discomfort, high levels of discomfort. Why? Because the discomfort has to be thrown into their laps and hit them in the face rather than them choosing to take it on on their own volition. So the question is, which group do you want to be in? See, the way you expand your comfort zone, folks, is by stepping outside of your comfort zone. You expand your comfort zone by stepping outside of your comfort zone and staying outside of it until what used to be uncomfortable now becomes normal. Now your comfort zone has expanded because your comfort zone realizes, okay, you're going to stretch us like a rubber band. Okay, now we got to expand to make this part of what we're comfortable with now because you don't allow the fear to pull you backwards. But you have to go through a period of internal disorder, if you want to call it that, anxiety, worry, fear, stress, call it whatever label you want to give it. You got to go through this period of internal disorder in order to get to the expansion of the comfort zone. So the question is, are you ready to get uncomfortable in order to expand your comfort zone? Are you willing to get uncomfortable in order to expand your zone of comfort? See, your zone of comfort is you can choose your zone of comfort. It's just a matter of how far out are you willing to stretch it? And are you willing to stay there until it becomes normal? Or are you willing to go there and then as soon as it feels uncomfortable, you go running back to where you were before, which is what most people do. And again, this is why most people don't change. This is why most people talk about change. They flirt with change. They think about change. They talk about change. They look at change. They don't actually change because they're not willing to stay in the discomfort long enough to make your amygdala, your brain, your soul, your spirit, accept that, you know what? All right, you're going to stay there. Okay, I'm going to stop complaining about it. If I see you're going to stay there, I'm going to stop complaining about it. When I came back to running that summer a couple of years ago, and it's the middle of June, it's 90 degrees, it's humid as ever in South Florida. I'm running outside. My cardiovascular system was saying, Dre, what the hell are you doing? All right, the lungs ain't ready for this, but your heart is not ready for this. Your sweat glands are not ready for this. Your legs are not ready for this. Stop doing this. Stop, 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 stop. It was just yelling stop at me while I'm in the middle of running in the middle of this humidity but I ignored it. I heard it, but I ignored it. I kept going. And eventually, guess what my body said? My body said, okay, if you're going to keep forcing us to do this, then I guess we got to get comfortable with it. And then guess what happened? I got back in game shape again and I went out and won my next race again. Why? Because I forced myself to get uncomfortable and I stayed there and I did not listen when the fear or the discomfort tried to push me back to what was comfortable for me. This is what you need to do. I mean, if you're serious about achieving your goal. Now, if you're just talking about it, that's a different story. But if you're serious about it, this is what you need to do. I just gave you the whole formula right there. Let's recap today's class, which is part two of two. How to know you need to go hire yourself some help. Point number four, use the phrase that you are always open to new information. Information is the last thing that you need. Google already has that covered. What you need is insight. And that is how to apply information. You need a process, a game plan, and accountability for executing, not more information. Point number five, you're resolved to keep working on things on your own. That is a bad idea because working on things on your own is what you've been doing for the last 27 years. And it has gotten you to where you are right now. Is that where you want to be? If the answer is yes, keep working on things on your own. If the answer is no, then working on things on your own has gotten you somewhere that you ain't happy with. That means working on things on your own is not the answer. You need something different. Now, that's how we got to this point. Point number six, your goal is to make more money, but you don't want to use your money because it will cost money and money is a concern for you. And everybody in the Western world, money is a concern for them. 
And I saved this one for last because this is the inflection point that determines where you're going to go or where you are not going to go. So I agree with you that money is a concern, but understand if you are uncomfortable in your financial situation right now, you must get financially uncomfortable in order to change that circumstance. You can't be physically uncomfortable with how you look in the mirror, then keep doing things that make you physically comfortable and then say, well, hey, I'm supposed to get better physically. No, you're not because you're not willing to get uncomfortable. If you're not willing to step outside of what you're comfortable with, then you need to get happy with what you got, period. Actually, I don't need to say nothing else. Let's leave it right there. Text me to get my daily motivation straight to your phone every single day. My number is 305-384-6894 and workonyourgameuniversity.com. You're serious about taking yourself to the next level. And I know that you are, at least you say that you are. All right, if you believe you, go to workonyourgameuniversity.com and let's get started. Work on your game. Dre, all day. I want you to send a text to this number, 305-384-6894. That is my direct text number. When you text me there, you'll be part of my texting community. And that means you're going to be receiving my daily motivation text, which I send out every single day to keep you sharp, focused, and mentally on point for the day in front of you. Send me a text at this number, 305-384-6894. One more time, 305-384-6894. Get daily motivation.